hello everyone fabulous women how are we doing um this is the voice of Wumi Tony Falade um and um I believe that this is a very a very crucial season period where the Lord God would have me share this with us and it's um it is a process I'm on personally I also sense that the Lord God would have me share this with us because we're entering into a a we've moved we've actually transitioned into a new season in the spirit and in the physical realm and um this season isn't just we cannot apply the same principles that we've always applied all our life it would not work we cannot think the way we've always thought and you know process information the way we've always processed it and yet would expect a different result so this journey i'm tagging this this particular um podcast as um the soul engineering soul engineering and alignment with god soul engineering and alignment with god this is a process of our soul engineering and alignment with God. And let me explain, let me break it down so that um it will not look like it's too it's too it's too bogus. Um a lot of times, in fact most of the time as believers, as Christians, um we believe that everything that will be done in our lives will be done without us, in the sense that all we need to do is to pray so once we pray we pay our tithe we observe the religious activities we go to church we do this and all of that then our lives will be better and as the gospel we received that is the way we were trained that is the way the church has been operating for a very long time so we just say okay i'm just going to do my part i'm just going to do my spiritual part which for most people is even religious oh show up do this and we satisfy our conscience and we're like i've done my part then after a while we're wondering okay ah, they said we should sow seed i sowed seed they said we should come for seven days prayers and fasting i have come for it in fact right now in the fathering women we're praying throughout the month of december praying and fasting throughout the month of december and a lot, a lot of us are showing up with that mindset again that say come this is what let me just do this so but eventually if i do this heavens will shall be opened unto me and um my life will change and we've been on that cycle for a while we saw our parents do that if a lot of us in our mind were wondering ah, my parents have always been good people why is it that they've always been good people godly people they've always been in the church but now they're in their old age we cannot really see the result of church as they were just wondering and they are okay they are comfortable but they are suffering they have regrets they have they they wanted more they wanted a lot of things but you know they just settled for where they are like this is our own portion maybe god just did not want it to happen you know and and this is like where most of us are you know recently i was i was just in that space 
you know, not recently, November, December, for me, and you know, for the for the house also is the month of consecration, and this was just from a place where I just you know we just kept hearing God say we should wait on Him, we should cleanse our hearts, our hands should be pure. Basically, Psalm twenty four. I want you to go digest Psalm twenty four. Like, oh, if I'm going to do anything with you, your heart must be pure, your hands must be clean, and we start start interacting with God in that context. But you know, as as I personally journeyed with God, God started to bring a lot of things to my mind. To my mind, this is not just my spirit. He started to ask me some very important questions. And one of the questions he asked me was that, Wumi, do you really believe in me? You know that kind of question that Jesus asked them, Paul and Peter, that do you really love me? And he asked Peter that question three times. You love me. Do you love me? And Peter was almost upset that, God, you know I love you. You know? And that was like, God was like, Wumi, in my spirit, you know, in my mind, I kept hearing, Wumi, do you really believe in God? Do you really? What does it mean to believe in God? Are you convinced about God? Have you, have you, have you, do you have a, a solid conviction? And my, my default response was, yeah. Yes, I do. I'm convinced that there, there is God and there's only one God and it's the one that made me. Then the question, the next question was, okay, if you believe in God, do you believe in his word? And I was like, yes, I believe in the word of God. I believe in the word of God. I believe in the word of God. Then I said, so, so this was over a period of time. And so many things that are lighting to me, so many activities, so many events started happening. So maybe... Um, um, ah, I, I sense that, for instance, I'm supposed to buy something and I don't have enough money. I get pissed. My emotions is up and down. I'm worried. I'm wondering that I can put pressure on my husband and say, how far now? That project you are working on, what's up? I'm, I'm in that state of, I'm, I'm thrown aback. I'm shaking. I know that a lot of us are there. You know, we're just there like, ah, God, how far? Like, ah. Why should we be? Why should I always have to to struggle to get something? Can't can't everything just work out? I, I have been praying. I have been this kilo day. What's happening? Blah 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 blah. In fact, like those of us who are single, you might just be like, Ah, God! In January, I remember in January at the retreat and the fasting and praying in church, you promised me. I heard it clearly. In fact, Pastor also confirmed that this year is the year I'm getting married. Now it's December. Alpha, no fiancé, no relationship, no wedding. God what are you saying and when we, this these discussions are basically maybe in our minds you know sometimes we see it at the place of prayer sometimes we're thinking it and you know and we're just having those thoughts in our hearts whatever conclusion we get to however our emotions drive things whatever you know assumptions and finalization we reach when we when we engage with oh, there's no money Every time there is no money. Oh, I'm not yet married. I'm still single. Ah, this sickness is still there. My husband is still this. Ah, after all the prayer, after all the promises, whatever conclusion we get to would actually show us and prove to us if we indeed believed in God. If we indeed believed in his word. If indeed the scriptures is, is yes and amen to us. Even though we have not seen the manifestation of the word. Do we really believe? 
Or is it that when we're praying and we're receiving those promises, we had a timeline in our minds. We had, we kind of like had a, 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 a mental timeline that, okay, by the time I do this and I do this, you know, permutations, like by the time I do this and do this and do this and do this and I sow this seed, I pray this prayer, I join this meeting, I do this for God, ah, ah, at the end of the year, Abba, God used to show up. Then at the end of the year, he doesn't, or not that he doesn't, at the end of the year, we do not get to see our desires and expectations. What is our conclusion? And for some of us, over the years, since we became more aware about ourselves, maybe from teenage years and, you know, early 20s, we've been experiencing this, let me call it disappointment in quote, in, in human terms. We've been experiencing these things. All these experiences and events, delays, unanswered prayers, disappointments, lack, going through the same experiences year in year out they form an opinion and impression in our minds unconsciously we kind of like make some some conclusions even though yes we are still showing up we're still showing up we're still a believer we are still all of that but there's somewhere at the back of our minds where in fact one of the things that we do is that we, we stop hoping there is no more hope we stop hoping and we are like, well, I beg, I don't want to get my dreams. I don't want to get my hopes high because that's how I got my hopes high in 2008. What did I get out of it? Let, well, let me just be gliding. Let me just be going through whatever will be with me. When it is time, when, when, when God is ready, we'll do it. So we stop hoping. We become literally hopeless. But though we still hold on to the religious activities to make our emotions feel good. That's, and that's why some people plunge into depression. Some, some, some would take their destiny into their hands and say, do you know what, bro? I'm going to, any, any man that comes right now, as long as he's a guy and he's, he walks up to me, I'm just going to marry him. I beg, how, how long am I going to be open and be waiting? This God thing, it takes too long. Ago. How long am I going to, I'm, I'm clocking 30, I'm clocking 35, I'm clocking 40. How long am I going to, I'm, and, and lack of hope brings us gradually to a point where we make unhealthy decisions, unholy decisions, and gradually truncate our destiny. In fact, lack of hope makes us get to a point where we make, we decide on what we want and present it to God and expect Him to bless it. So most of our prayers will be based on what God do. So this year, me, since you did not show up, me, I'm showing up and I'm presenting this to you, fix it. And that's, and, that, and that's how a lot of believers have gradually, gradually shifted away from the purpose of God for their lives and picked up their own self-crafted purpose. Why? Because when they did all the things that needed to be done, they did not get the results. In fact, some of, some of us did not even do some things. We saw our parents live, live the life of God, in quotes. And they didn't get results. Nothing really spectacular came out of it. So when we were, when, when we were on our own, we made up our minds that that thing that Momsi was doing, that she just be fasting, praying, fasting, praying. I might not actually be on that lane. No. Ah, I beg. Let me just. But I'm, I'm just speaking what we have done unconsciously. So we kind of like just made our own decisions and we say we have peace about it. Oh, we say we have peace. We say, oh, I just sense that, oh, this was just what I was supposed to do. I prayed about it and for some reasons I got some confirmations and I am good to go. Not knowing that we have lost 
open God. And we must first have open God before we can have faith in God. So if our hope in God is already been cut short, our faith in, we would not have faith in God. Hope comes before faith. So when, 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 we're, when we've already seen hopeless situation up and down, ah, where, where is the faith going to come from? Where is the conviction going to come from? Where will the strength to tarry on God? Where will it come from? It won't come from anywhere. Do you understand? So we, are, we lack hope in God. That's the first thing this thing produces. The second thing it produces is that we would not, we will no longer dream. Oh, we no longer have lofty dreams. Ah. When, when, when we've seen those people who had dreams in, in partnership with the Holy Spirit, with God, when we saw how their dreams got shattered, or when our own dreams too got shattered, a lot of us had beautiful dreams as teenagers. There were things we wanted to do with our lives. They, 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 we, we dreamt a lot. Some people might call it daydreaming, hallucination, fantasies. Yeah, we had it. See, most children, they dream a lot. I want to be this when I grow up. I want to be this. But when life eats you, perhaps you even start with writing jam. And jam just jam just jam you like that. Dreams begin to die. You really wanted to be a deep down, the, the only eternity planted in your heart that you should be a lawyer. But by the time you wrote jam, and you had a low, low score, and you were giving maybe linguistics in Yoruba. You are like, excuse me, lawyer what? And from there, dreams begin to die because you were literally handed over what you did not want and you didn't know what to make with it. So we have no dreams anymore. We have no, we have no drive, no passion, nothing. And that's why it feels as though believers are not doing anything meaningful, exploit, you know, no exploit, no impact in our world. That's why it feels like it is those who do not even know God that are that their minds are that their minds are capturing ideas. So when we've experienced so much of events and disappointments and waiting on God and you know all those done all those spiritual religious things and we do not get results, our hope is dashed and our dreams die. In fact, we literally stop dreaming. Then what happens is that our minds become very vague, very unfruitful. So we, our, our minds just does not process anything. So we are just dumping, we are just making decisions. Those who are still quite religious, we just be spiritualizing everything. They just be like, okay, no, demonizing everything, not even spiritualizing, demonizing everything. So we get to a conclusion where we, we begin to pray, we go to prophets, or we begin to have dreams, and the conclusion will be that, oh, there is a generational cause. Oh, there is um, there are some demons in your father's uncle's auntie's um cousin's lineage that is affecting things and you know and all this event from losing hope, not having faith, not dreaming again, having dashed dreams, then um, our mind is just confused and and just tired, then demonizing things. We, we get to a place where, where we're not relevant believers. We do not fulfill purpose. And all those things I, I, I recounted, you probably might not have experienced it in that sequence, but I'm telling you, 
growing up in Nigeria, being born as an African child or being born as a Nigerian, you would have experienced dashed hope. Like, things, you would have seen things around you. Then God started telling me that even when we became aware, before we became aware of who we are, of what he has called us to do, of our purpose, the devil orchestrated that we go through terrible um, um, events and circumstances that would damage and shut us down and would not make us get convicted, that would not make us get convinced and con- know there will be no more conviction about the word of God. So when he asks me, are you convinced that the word of God works? Are you convinced that God loves you? Do you know the love of the father? Or you feel that you're just a victim of, you know, you're just a victim. You're just begging God. You're just hoping that one day, one day, you know, things will get better. You're just trying. You're just struggling. You're striving. You're just doing, you know, mini, mini, mani, mo, you know, um, whatever will be, will be. We don't know. Like, do you really, are you really a believer? And that question, you know, when God played back where I'm coming from, he said, see, all those things have affected your mind. And your mind is strong. So I just had to do this as an introduction before I will now go to talk about our minds, about our soul, about this damage, this hopelessness, this um, lack of faith, this terrible event and circumstances we have seen in the lives of our parents, our loved ones, and the ones we have experienced has done something to our soul. And you might be wondering, so, but we are we'll still praying now. We'll just keep praying that God, everything will just be all right. But God is saying, if your mind and your soul has already been damaged, if it has already been confused and, and, and darkened with a bad experiences, there is no amount of prayer you will pray. There is no amount of scriptures you will quote. If your mind is not re-engineered, your life can never be aligned with God. You will just keep struggling. You just keep trying. You just keep fighting and boxing and beating the hair. And not you'll be doing you'll be just be missing it. And that's what I mean. Your mind is pivota. Your mind, your soul must be restored. It must become old. So I'm going to start to talk to us about our soul and our mind in the next episode. Thank you for listening. And I want you to, you know, share this with as many people as you know, so that we can all come out of the bondage and the, the, the luggages we've been carrying and we'll come into, into a newness of mind, into a soul cleansing, detoxing, renewal, re-engineering, so that our life can indeed be, we, we look like who and what God has made us to be. See you shortly.